0: Hello, welcome back to the Life From This Podcast. Hope you all are doing well today. I wanted to talk about a very interesting watch that was released within the last couple of weeks from, Bul- uh, B- from Bulgari. And the reason I wanted to talk about it is uh, it, it, it broke record first off, but it also is doing something fairly unique that I've never ever seen in a watch. Um, it is using a, it's sort of using QR codes and integrating sort of a little bit with um, NFTs and um, no matter your opinion on on NFTs, I do think it's an interesting concept to to put into a watch, and that's why I wanted to cover it on our podcast today. If you are new to the Life and Lures podcast, be sure to follow us. If you like a uh, podcast about watches, um, we release a podcast every Tuesday, so um, stick around, and uh, I hope you enjoy the the, the the podcast today. You can always check out some of our other other. Um, are other episodes, we have, this is uh, season 3 of the Life the Nurse podcast, so um, plenty for you to take a look at. So, Bulgari released a new Octo Finissimo, it is called the Octo Finissimo Ultra, and it is officially the thinnest watch ever produced. Uh, the watch that held the record before this um, this piece was a watch from Piaget, it's a watch that I've covered extensively on Life and Nurse, and that's the Piaget Altiplano Ultra Al- Ultimate Concept Watch. It was released in twenty eighteen, and was uh, record breaking. It was the the thickness of the watch was just two millimeters thick, which is pretty incredible to to put your mind like try to wrap your mind around. Um, Two millimeters is so so thin, and the only way that you can really gauge like how how thick that actually is. Is is to hold uh, a piece of that thin uh, that thickness in, in your hand, but Bulgari said, of course, we're going to try and um, beat that uh, record. And what they ended up doing was releasing this um, octofonismo Ultra, which is 0.2 millimeters thinner than the Piaget. Um, AUC, which is an incredible feat from, for any watch, watch company to, to do. In order to do that, what they basically did was used a very similar sort of construction to um, the previous record holder, where they essentially had a base plate and then allowed, for, tried to construct a movement where all of the components would interact on a sort of like one horizontal plane, so you didn't have to have things stacked on, on top of one another in order to have the watch function as it should be. And so what you end up getting is when you look at this piece you can see basically the entire movement is flattened out on the on the surface of the watch Um, the uh, the case is also i think integrated with that base plate and so you have this extremely flat extremely thin um, thin watch that you you have that you'd end up wearing on your wrist Um, now if you look at the the watch itself i can kind of describe the dial because that kind of gets me to my next point here. What you have is a watch that has, um, quite a, quite an intricate, very interesting dial layout. So when you look at the watch, it's got the Octophanissimo sort of case design. And then on the right side of the dial, if you want to call it a dial (laughs) on the right side of the, the watch, you basically have two almost sub dials, but they are the dials of this watch. The top dial, which is sort of towards where 1 o'clock would be, is where you would read the hours. Below that, sort of at uh, 4 or 5 o'clock, you have this 60-minute counter. So essentially you have hours on one, one dial, minutes on another dial, and then if you look just to the left of the minutes dial, there's actually a seconds dial that rotates with the going train, which is really interesting, which is a very interesting setup. Um, if you continue to move left on the actual um, the actual watch you end up with the um, with the balance wheel um, that you'll be able to see oscillating again what what bulgaria did was they made everything as um, flat as possible on one horizontal plane so you have the balance wheel there and then the thing that really sticks out is if you look up to the top uh, of this, uh, sort of on the left side top corner, you have the mainspring. The, mainspr- or the, the mainspring barrel. Um, and um, and on that, um, the barrel, uh, you have this QR code, which is pretty insane to, to look at. When you're looking at a watch, you don't expect to see a QR code. If you wanted something vintage, this is definitely not the piece for you. Um, but what you actually have is a is this QR code that's engraved um, on the top of uh, of the of the barrel um, and the I guess the barrel case. And what's really interesting about this is that um, that QR code actually links to a video about the watch, and then it also has an exclusive nft piece of artwork that you um, get with this with with the watch now i don't think I, i haven't been able to find what the piece of art actually is um but um yeah essentially you get this nft pieces of artwork with the purchase of this watch so um pretty pretty insane um that that's it has this really unique I, I think it's the first watch ever to have a QR code it's not something that i have ever seen on a watch or it's ever been covered um by uh by by any watchmaker it's not something that a lot of people would really put together you know a watch and and putting a QR code on it so that you can um so that you can have that that nft uh with the purchase of the watch i think there's going to be a little bit more intersectionality between um, between those two worlds, NFTs and and, and uh, watches. Obviously, there are more of those out there, but to have a QR code present on the watch, definitely something unique. So I guess uh, that sort of describes the watch. Obviously, it's got the the typical sandblasted titanium case, tungsten Carbonite plate with um, a DLC treatment. So you're, you're getting um, it, an octofinissimo finissimo that is um super unique uh this is it, it obviously looks has that octofinissimo look to it in you know on its basic level but then it has this really interesting configuration of the of the um the elements of the watch and that q r code the watch is actually limited to ten pieces worldwide they're selling for four hundred thousand euros so i don't think everyone's going to be able to get it Um, but that was one of the first things that popped in my mind it was like okay so we've got bulgari making a watch that is has broken records and i think there's like something like eight or nine patents that are pending for this watch and what they have is a qr code on the dial that links to an nft now i think something that I, i don't know a ton about nfts but what i do know is that Uh, scarcity is probably what is will drive the prices of these watch these uh, nfts in the future and so i was thinking if this is a mass produced piece by Bulgari, that makes no sense and it doesn't really um really help out help out the cause to sell these watches but 10 uh pieces worldwide so you're going to be getting the nft um so a very limited run of the the, that specific nft Um, one of the things that Also caught my mind, um, was the idea that, um, was the idea that, um, the NFTs are something that's going to make, um, make this watch a little bit more collectible. You know, you have 10 watches that are going to be record breaking, right? And, um, with that you have an nft that is also extremely collectible and there's definitely a market out there for um collecting um for collecting nfts and so it's going to be interesting to see what happens (laughs) um whether it's going to be watch enthusiasts who buy this or it's going to be nft collectors who are, are interested in it um Nevertheless, I do think that there's going to be some sort of collector's market for it. On my, base, like my basic thought on this is I'm not really sure if, if, um, if watch enthusiasts will, will enjoy this. It's definitely a, a left-field shot from Bulgari, but what I think is going to make it um, exciting for many watch collectors is how unique it is, and that there's not a lot of watches that are like this, and that it is a record-breaking piece. So I'm excited to see what the world thinks about it. Only 10 available. They've probably all been allocated already. So unfortunately, if you're looking for this piece, <laughs> don't think you're going to be able to get your hands on it. But um, a very exciting watch. I'll put a link in the uh, show notes to the um, to an article about this piece. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to cover it on our website, but if we do, uh, we'll make sure to link to that as well. Um, let me know what you think about this. Hit us up on Instagram or, or send us a message on our website. We have a contact contact page there um so you can hit us up there if you'd like love to hear your thoughts on this i'll probably post something on instagram too um because it is a a, quite an exciting piece i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast if you want to listen to some more podcasts be sure to check out the ones we've released uh recently this is season three can't believe we've already done two seasons so um check out our our podcast um wherever you listen to podcasts that's where we uh stream from so check us out there. If you want more content from us, check out our social medias and our website, lifeontherist.com, or you can just search Life on the Wrist on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, we're there. So be sure to check us out on all of those social media page uh, platforms. If you wouldn't mind rating this podcast, really does us help us out, give us some feedback to know what to do differently so that we're providing the best podcast for you that you can enjoy. With that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast and until next time.